Smoothie King's new lemonade lineup is here. Lemonade, lemonade, the Smoothie King way. Try a strawberry guava lemonade SK refresher. Over ice. A power up in a cup. Energize. Or a blueberry lemonade smoothie. Blend it up in your cup. Made with real fruit, real juice for a real sipping good summer. Yum, yum, gotta get some. Smoothie King's new lemonade lineup, all for a limited time. Who's thirsty? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Razabani for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast with me on Zoom. The knowledge Spencer Ferron. Spencer, good to see you as always. How are we doing? I'm good, you know. Even better for seeing you, speaking to you, Raz. I pray everything's good with you and the family. I appreciate that, Spence. Appreciate that. Um, there's a few little topics going around, Spence, but I, look, I think the first one to start on is the most recent incident that took place last night, and your face was circulating across all the videos I saw. Um, Richard Riakpour and Lawrence Okoli looks like they had a you know, a little fiery um, interaction. Uh, could you just give us a bit of insight on what exactly happened and what started it? Um, can you hear me? Yep. Good. Um, it, egos can get the better of people, I believe. Um, but I was pretty much disturbed because I turned up to the red carpet event and let me just say massive Thank you to Tony Bellew and his family for providing me with my tickets for myself and my son Amari. Uh, we really did enjoy it. It was really, really good. Um, um, but yeah, I enjoyed that red carpet experience with my son because it's the first time that he's been on a red carpet. He's like, Daddy, you got to do these things all the time. And I say, yeah, but I would rather be present with you and enjoy the fact that I'm with my son. So he really enjoyed it. So I've got to say a massive big up to Tony Bellew um, and all of the people at Warner for providing the hospitality that they did. So it was fun. So anyway, I get on the red carpet. I see Umar. Uh, we do a little bit of it. We do an interview. And uh, and it was it was nice. It, I mean, it was nice. And then my son got to meet his heroes because he's massive into Marvel. So he gets to meet Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, mainly we showed him a lot of love. He also got to um, meet Jonathan Majors, which was who's like the, the 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 bad guy in in the movie. And it was yeah, it was nice. And when I'm there, I see Richard Rapport. So me and Richard have a really good talk. Uh, Richard said, "You know what, Spence? I don't even feel to stay for this." I mean, usually I just come to the red carpet, take the pictures, and I go home. I don't usually stay for the movies. I said, you know, it's his creed. It's, it's, it's like Michael B. Jordan's um, directorial um, debut. You, you've got to stay for it, man. We've got to support the team, which he did. Um, and then I go to watch the movie, which is really cool. My son gets to meet Jamie Foxx, who sat beside us. I have to big up Jamie Foxx. He showed my son a lot of love. Yeah, I mean, he even gave my son loads of popcorn. So big up Jamie Foxx, beautiful human being. And 
movie ends, I'm leaving out. I see one of my security guard guys, Angel, I said, look, I want to go to the toilet, look after my son. So my son, my son's 11, right? So I've gone to the toilet. Now, as I've come out of the toilet, I'm just hearing screaming and shouting. So I'm looking, it's quite dark because this is in the foyer of the IMAX in Leicester Square. So I'm trying to see like what's going on. As I look, I see it's Lawrence Ocone and Richard Rackport. And they were properly having it. They were, they like, it wasn't staged. They were, and I know how it may have started, right? It may have started because Lawrence was like, yeah, don't worry. I'll see you that we're, we're going to have it. We're going we're gonna to get on. When I was outside, I said to Richard, Richard, if I was a boxing fan and I saw you on Sky, no disrespect, but South London lost that one. Hackney got the better of that one. And he was like, nah. And I said, I understand that you've got image to protect. And you are. He's, at, he's doing modeling. He's doing loads of stuff now. So he has those things to protect and to behave in a certain way. So to see them two kick off, is I know Lawrence was the one that instigated it. And Richard, like, I'm not gonna back down. And it kicked off. But the reason why I found it disturbing, because Dave Cooler was there with his son too. You know what I mean? I was there with my son, Mari. I'm like, I don't want my children witnessing that, right? And I, I get it, and it, but and it wasn't, it wasn't something that was orchestrated. It wasn't planned. Everyone think, oh, yeah, staged. It wasn't staged. That was serious. And if you know the story of, especially of the come up of of Richard Rapport, he knows where certain things can lead to. He knows because Richard Rapport was a person that physically died on an operating table when he got stabbed in his chest. Reason why I know because. Richard Rapport came from the El from Elsbury Estate. That's a serious estate. You know what I mean? Which is Camberwell, bordering on Peckham. He knows. He get what I'm trying to say to you. So he knows that. So I understand the brand that Richard's trying to protect, but I also understand that as a fighter, you also have a brand of integrity to yourself. So I see where it was going to. You know, but the reason why I stepped in. And like, and people say, respect to crime. No, I was that passionate because my child's there. You mean now any father and all like you have to be protected or or be have that protective nature over your child. That's my son, right? And the maddest thing is like my son was meeting Richard Pryor. I was meeting Lawrence Pryor. I'm getting pictures with him, right? I have to explain to my son who these people are. But I'm saying you have to pop these guys. These guys have done good for themselves. They have done good for themselves. But what I can't stand, I, 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 don't, I don't like things like that, especially, especially from my community, because I know sometimes it could lead into other stupidness, right? Which I'm not an advocate of. I don't believe that Richard Rackpole is an advocate of. I definitely don't believe that Laura Sokol is an advocate of, but I understand you're a professional fighter, you're a gladiator. But I think a lot of people could learn a lot from Chris Eubanks Senior, who could belittle somebody, who could sell a fight, who could hyper fight without using profanity, without raising his fist to somebody, without trying to, 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 to hurt someone. You can learn a lot from that, right? 
So yeah. there's intimidation. Intimidation comes from many different forms, right? So you just say, right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it with you because you've got a fighting spirit. Remember, this is a business as well. Don't throw punches for free. Okay? Do it where you are legally entitled, entitled to throw punches at somebody. Uh, I don't think nobody's real intention is to maim anyone. Never. But you can you could actually do damage. So save that to the ring. But it has created a lot of hype. Spence, from, from what I know of both Richard and, and Lawrence, I've, I've interviewed them many times. Um, and most people would say probably the same thing. They're two very calm athletes in, in pressure. They, they both carry themselves very well. You stated there earlier that Lawrence initiated it. What, what did Lawrence do to get that kind of reaction from Richard? I'm going to tell you the truth, right? I heard, because they're both Nigerian descent, it was whose parents made the best jollof rice. That's what I heard, all right? Simple as that, right? And Richard said, nah, my mom can make the baddest jollof rice. And Lawrence said, no, my mom makes the baddest jollof rice. What you talk about my mom? And they kicked off from it. I don't know what happened, but yeah. You know what I mean? But... With, I'm sorry, oh, sorry. May, may I add? May I add? The best show of rice actually actually comes from Sierra Leone, right? So I'm sorry about all you Nigerians, all you Ghanaians, but the best jollof was made by Auntie Jolo, my my dear friend Edmund Clotty's mom, who passed away. She made the best jollof, and she was from Sierra Leone. With, with Lawrence being the WBO champion, we know he's got his uh, mandatory against David Light, and then Lawrence wants to become the unified champion. He's now on Sky as well. He's fighting on Sky. Richard Riappel coming off a great win of Glowacki, for, a former world champion. So, has, is this being is this looking nice and, and, and almost, you know, what boxing fans want is two great athletes got issues out of the ring. They're going to settle it in the ring, hopefully by the end of the year. Hopefully. I, I believe that will happen. Um, Lawrence does have to take care of business looks that on March 25th. And I would say that um, Richard, I think he's got a tick over fight in the meantime. Um, and we'll have to look at this. And let's be realistic with this, right? Take away um, their not great amateur experience. It was very rushed for both of them, right? It wasn't long, extensive amateur careers. And both of them got into the sport relatively late. But what I would say is that fight would be the hardest punching cruiserweights in the world. And arguably the hardest two punches in a weight division to ever clash against each other this year or the year after. Because go and speak to anyone who's sparred with Rich Rapport, who's fought Rich Rapport, he punches ridiculously hard, right? And Lawrence O'Coley, for all these frailties in having a very unorthodox style, the worst thing that could happen for professional boxers who are in the cruiserweight division was him linking up with Sugar Hill. Because now Sugar Hill will teach him to sit down on his punches, right? And to not waste shots and everything will be like that, a lot of cronk style, which is everything is, is hurtful. And they go through, um, cronk fighters like to go through the middle, right? But they really do like to extend off on that right hand. So this is arguably the biggest 
punching event that we have had maybe in British boxing history. Interesting. Seriously. Interesting. I think, I think the only one that would would top that was Lennox Lewis and Frank Bruno, because both of those could really bang, right? But outside of that, you're not going to see a bigger, you're not going to, was that October 93, that fight? You're not going to see it. You're not going to see a bigger fight between two punches than that fight there. Well, we look forward to it and, and see uh, what happens over the course of 2023. Um, Spence, a couple of quick topics. Um, yesterday, the day before, Chris Eubank Jr. publicly stated, I have asked my team to activate the rematch clause against Liam Smith. What does he need to do? What does he need to do differently to prepare to be in a better state and, and in order for him to win? Don't tell anybody that you're, you can beat somebody at 60%. Because once you put that out to the universe that I'll beat you at 60%, I don't care if you give 100%, in your mindset, you've only given 60%. That's number one. Uh, you've got to speak it till you seek it till you see what you say. He spoke it on himself. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's very, very tunnel visioned. Uh, in a human being, he's very, very allowed his father. He has that form of stubbornness, which is he's going to have to activate in this fight. Um, but he's going to pick up fundamentals. Is that going to be enough time for you to pick up fundamentals? For you not to be to, is, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. You know I mean, I wish the man all the best. I, I respect him for uh, um, initiating in the rematch clause. And we shall see what's going to happen. Uh, another fight that everyone's waiting to hear announcement is Fury Usyk. We heard it was going to go early, uh, around March and then April. And then rumours start circling that the Saudis didn't want it. And there were issues financially. And Fury was outpriced himself. Bob Aaron's come back today and said that he did an interview. can't remember where. And he said that um, they couldn't, Saudis couldn't work around the time frame. So they are looking at Wembley and it looks like it's going to land Wembley. So... I'm sure British fans are happy that it's going to land in, in, in the UK. It's excellent that it does land in the UK because it'd be the first um, undisputed heavyweight title fight in the UK ever. And that's massive. Like, ever. We've never had one before. So, for us to have that, that is something really to salivate over. And, and and look forward to. But, you know, hey, I hope that that fight does happen. I really do hope that that fight happens. So we shall see. Spence, I'm not, I'm not sure if you watched Robert Smith's interview on Talk Sport, which uh, he didn't... I didn't see it. And loads of people have been telling me about it. With Spencer Oliver and Simon Jordan. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it, but if you haven't seen it, then I... We I can do this another time. I can, you can go away. You, you can tell me what Robert Smith said. I, I mean, he kind of gave his side of events in, in, in the best way he could. He couldn't speak too much because there were a lot of legal issues. Going on. But one of the things that he did say was that um, about the licensing of Conor Ben, if he was to go and get a license from abroad and come to the UK, it wouldn't work this time around. Uh, Chisora Hay, there were kind of... I there, there, was loopholes, there were loopholes in it. But now there, there aren't those. So with, with Eddie being so confident that Conor Ben's going to return May, June, does it look ever likely that now it's, it looks like if he's going to return, it's going to be abroad, it's not going to be the UK? until this whole process has come to an end, which we don't well, know when. Well, we don't know when the process is going to come to an end, so then maybe we won't be able to see um, um, Connor on the UK shores until he takes care of what he takes care of. 
Jake Paul, Tommy Fury next week. I just want to get your thoughts on the WBC saying that if Jake Paul wins, he will be ranked with the WBC. A lot of backlash from a lot of people around this. Um, whether it's, is it boxing related? Is it commercially related? Um, what do you make of it? My friend, my friend, um, it's commercially related. I understand why the WBC are doing what they're doing um, because they know Jake Paul brings in numbers. Um, but let's be real. It's absolutely ludicrous that it is because how can you be ranked in the top 15? Who have you fought to get that ranking? Surely Tommy Fury cannot be the validator of you getting in the top 15 because if Tommy Fury is in the top 15 in, in Great Britain, and that's no disrespect to Tommy Fury. I'm just saying you're not. So if you're not in the top 15 in, of Great Britain, how the hell can someone fight you, beat you, then be in the top 15 in the world? It makes no sense to me. But I understand why the WBC is doing it because the thing about it is this, we cannot be so damning. The world's changing. The, art, the, the parameters of our sport is changing. It's changing, right? So it's either like, no, we're going to stay and we're going we're gonna to stay to the, the authenticity of the sport. Yes, we have to respect the authenticity of the sport, no doubt. Because if we don't respect it, it will not respect you. But it's changing and things are getting kind of crazy, right? So as they're kind of getting crazy, Rather, we go with the craziness, but we try to monitor the craziness. But these guys are getting ranked to the top 15, as far as I'm concerned, ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. But you know what? If either of them could win, come out victorious, and then go on and fight somebody who is ranked around the top 15, then yeah, I could say, yeah, well, you deserve to be in the top 15. But I keep being in the top 15, you ain't put no in the top 15. How does that work? Absolutely. You know no, so I'd like to respect the authenticity of the sport. I'm just being real. Okay, Spencer, anything else you'd like to add before we end? No, nothing much bar saying a, a shout out to my, 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 my brother-in-law, Jules, who stated to me after watching the kerfuffle that has gone viral. I don't know. Last I saw it was like on something like 3 million views um, with Lawrence Sicoli and Richard Rappo. It's crazy views that he's, he's had and over on Twitter as well and, and stuff like that. And everybody's sharing it, you know what I mean? And before I used to be very, I didn't want to be called unks. Like everyone would say, yeah, unks. Like my guy, Jonathan Pilate, everything was him. Yeah, unks, unks. I'm like, don't call me unks. Like, I want to be young. I want to be young. I'm 50 years old this year. But it says in scripture that in the book of Matthew, that blessed are the peacemakers for they are the children of God. I know that I'm trying my best to walk godly. And I'm saying this again. The reason why I get so passionate about human life is because I've endured multiple people passing. And because of that, like family members, my mom, I mean, uh, I remember my father passed away 17 years ago. I've enjoyed that. But when you're young, if it's a natural order, you know what I mean? You got, my mom was 90 when she passed, nearly 90, a couple months away from her 90th birthday. Does that hurt? No, because that's the natural order. It hurts because my mom and I can't pick up the phone and say, hey, mom, what's going on? And I do the school runs and I'm driving in my car and my kids can't speak to their grandma anymore, their nanny. That's what they call me, right? They can't speak to their nanny. That hurts. But when you are young and you are fresh and you are vibrant, like these young men are, we have to respect life. We really do have to respect life. 
and we have to we have we have a responsibility to show others as being role models that we are respecters of life because when you're gone you're gone you can't get it back so i think with those young men there um especially from the communities that they come from uh you know lawrence being from hackney a murder mile in hackney was rife lawrence knows of these things but and this is not me trying to dissect lawrence o'coli but lawrence o'coli never came across like he was on that crowd like he was that street kid he wasn't he openly was he was that kid richard rapper was that kid but lawrence has had encounters with people who were that street kid so even more so let us be respectful of life but i am going to say this i love boxing and i do want to see those two fight badly i want to see that fight not badly and i do think i would pay handily for pay-per-view no 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 chip box no illegal streams right i'm only going to do that for the zone right now i'm saying to you i can't take the price high eddie right so i'm saying to you i would pay for that because i know that that synergy that these two men have will bring out the best of each other it will bring out the best and when two guys come punch like that it's something something magical i believe would happen so like i said let me be a peacemaker on that one. And I'm glad I was a peacemaker. But yeah, I do badly want to see them fight. So Lawrence O'Connor, handle your business on March 25th. Richard Briatcourt, keep on ticking over. And hopefully um, this could be something that the crowd, the boxing public, and everybody else will appreciate. And the nicest thing is everybody's speaking about it. For whatever reason they're speaking about it. So it's a good thing. Spencer Perron, <clears throat> a pleasure as always for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.